tuned in to the number one weather podcast yeah. on the planet. We're talking Twisted about Nipples. That wouldn't that be a great name for what a band? weather podcast? Tw- well, and a, and a band, but or for a cricket? Yeah. What about the crickets? I feel like there probably is a band, the crickets. Yeah, Davy and the crickets. Well, welcome everybody back to Beers and Beards podcast. I am Gary. Alongside me, my lovely, talented, gorgeous, mentally unstable partner, David McKinney. And I only mention the mental unstable because of this odd obsession of your running right now. I probably have more of an obsession of you running than you actually have of yourself running. Yeah. I thought, uh, so I ran last week 20 miles. And then Sunday, I lost my taste and smell right so i'm like well, i got covid and i'm like well, how the hell would i have covid and run 20 miles yesterday so long story short don't have covid but i have probably the worst sinus infection that i've ever had and i did not know you could lose your taste and smell with a sinus infection did you know that no i've never had really i, I don't have allergies knock well knock on wood i don't have sinus issues i've got tooth pain I've never had that before. See, when Abby gets sinus issues, her her teeth hurt. Yeah, I did the. Have you ever done a neti rinse? Like oh, a, you don't have allergies. Like net, net, yeah. I have done a neti pot before. Yeah, mine's not a pot. It's like a uh, like a syringe. You just shoot but, it up one nostril, it comes out the other. Yeah, it's awesome. Let me let me ask you this. <laughs> Along the, that same vein, I am super interested in having like a shooting complete, stuff up your nostril. No, a complete oh. like ear 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 irrigation cleaning like clean out yeah clean out all the, like the wax and stuff have you ever had that done no but i apparently you can go to like the like a doctor and they'll do it yeah but also you can do would you do like the have you ever seen the ear wax candles yes you no, can do I that don't. too do you know but, what it is no it's like a candle you put in your ear oh yeah I, I, melt I, thought, it. Yeah. I thought you were gonna like give me some what the ingredients were to it oh no i mean it's just it's like wax it's like a like beeswax yeah, but it's no. in like a cone shape and then you light it on fire stick it next to your head <laughs> mm. did did your family have any odd traditions grow not traditions but like natural remedies like oh we can't we're not gonna take you got a bee sting we're not gonna take you to the doctor we're just gonna piss on it no i did get stung that. by a jellyfish one time, and I was told to pee on it. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe a bee thing was tobacco juice. <laughs> you know what did work for the jellyfish sting, though? Mm-mm. Meat tenderizer. You know, I just told this story on uh, a podcast this weekend. When Abby and I went on our honeymoon, we went to, we took a seven-day cruise to the Virgin Islands. And one of those islands was not a U.S. Virgin Island. It was a French foreign or Virgin Island. That would be the island of Martinique. Mm-hmm. So we, if you're going on a honeymoon, I recommend that if you plan on drinking at your wedding, do not wake up and just go the next day. Maybe wait a day or a week <laughs> or something. But so anyway, we go day. get on this cruise. 
completely hungover. We missed like the briefing and like the explanations of excursions or whatever. So I'm just blindly picking stuff to do on the island. <laughs> you went snorkeling. So like there, there obviously there were better places than others to go snorkeling, but I picked to go snorkeling in Martinique. Two reasons. One, the first stop was a nude beach. <laughs> and okay. the second stop was a nature preserve. Like out in the middle in, of the ocean. In Martinique. Yep. Okay. So we go to the uh nude beach first. And I assume like in Columbus there's some like ratty trailer nude parks. Beach. Oh no. Well, yeah, there are yeah. there are. Yeah. Uh well picture a ratty trailer park with a beach like right there. That's what the nude beach was in Martinique. Well, yeah. So was not cool. We go to the nature preserve. When I say I hate the outdoors, but this was beautiful, like picturesque. You could see to the bottom of the ocean, like amazing. We're out on this like reef. This is protected property. One of the reasons we picked this excursion was it had an open bar. Oh, yeah, I would pick that too. Spoiler alert, there was no open bar. It was all the rum punch you could drink. <laughs> That's open. Like, like literally in igloo coolers, like you see them serving at football games <laughs> and stuff, you know. That's a so thing. whatever. It's amazing. It looks amazing out there. We jump in the water. I shit you not, we're not in the water two minutes before people start screaming. It's Shark. jellyfish mating season. Wow. And people are getting ate up. And... <laughs> it was just a disaster, dude. The next day I lost my wedding band, but that's a that's a whole different time. Yeah. That's all that podcast. to say. Yeah. I want my ears cleaned out. Well, you should do it. You we could do that as a as a bit. We could have a somebody send a, a video video crew or our crack video crew with you to the ear doctor. You know, they say you don't put anything uh smaller than your elbow in your ear. What? Yeah, don't don't put anything smaller than your elbow. You can't you can't get your elbow to your ear. So you yeah. like anyway. <laughs> I on many that. occasions have gotten like a pin lid stuck in my ear canal because I'm just sitting there just digging like some savage. Yeah. I have an obsession with after I shower, I can't have like water or any like moisture in my ears. So I use Q tips after almost every time I shower. That doesn't bother me. Well, I probably stick them in there too far. So my ears, I never get any earwax out of my ears. This is the earwax podcast. If you're, are, are we? Does that gross people out to talk about like ear? I'm stuff? sure. I don't know. I mean, you got Demi Lovato saying we can't call extraterrestrials aliens because it's derogatory. Like, how does this bitch still get? What? Have you not seen I mean, that? I, no, I feel like you have to say something oh, like that to. But it was serious. <laughs> so, uh, as you know, on occasion, David and I stream on Facebook our yes. bourbon notes. It we've not done it in a while. I apologize. We just like we're recording tonight because somebody, not me, is busy the rest of the week. Yeah, he's got to run. All right, so. And and paint his bathroom and clean out his toe jam. Shed. I don't know his she shed. <laughs> but one of the things that happened last week that now you don't watch. We, we talked about this. You don't watch Twitch. 
No. Twitch, for those that don't know, that are probably older than 16, is a, uh, it's owned by Amazon. It's a streaming site. Mostly, I'm going to say probably 80% video games. They have podcasts. They have, they just got sports. The NFL was on it the other night. But most of all, it's, it, it's just people playing video games. And so the business model of Twitch is one, they run ads. So they, it's like YouTube, there's ads that pop up and two, they're they're for their partners. They have a subscription service now to subscribe to a Twitch streamer. It's $4 and 99 cents. What a deal. Um, but if you have Amazon prime, which I do, you get a free subscription and they, they get $4 and 99 cents, but you don't have to pay anything for one, for one person, or you can do that for unlimited uh, one person a month, one okay. streamer a month. All right. So Twitch last week gets hacked. And we're talking about one of the most sophisticated, like culturally uh, relevant websites gets hacked. And, and it's like 125 gigabytes of their information, including their source code and a bunch of internal stuff and their network. Wow. But But the biggest takeaway was streamers pay yeah now this only includes one of the features i didn't mention is 99.9 percent of the streamers have a donate button so if you feel like you want to throw your money up a hog's ass tip jar you throw them a tip yeah the girls and uh, only fans have that too exactly or so i've heard yeah uh and twitch out is pre only fans but i feel like it, it, it did take a page out of like the porno model you know, like as that started, and I'm serious. I'm not, I'm not saying that in like a, as yeah. a meme, like they realize that's what people do, like whether it be chatterbait or whatever. Right. So the, the, the top 100 Twitch streamers get leaked on their pay from, I want to say it is from August, 2019 until October, 2021. Now okay. I, I watch Dude. Twitch all the time. Yeah. Uh, I have a set of like I like to play video games, so it's relevant that I like to watch people play the games I play. There's some funny guys out there. It's uh, my daughter watches it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he streams on Facebook. So oh, he does. I thought he was on Twitch. No, he's on Facebook. Oh, so uh, I'm going to go through the top ten streamers okay. by pay. And first of all, I want to go start with number one. How, how much, much do you think? Make? How much do you think they made between August two thousand nineteen and October two two thousand twenty one? So I didn't. I didn't look this up. So first of all, do you think that I would know any of these people? Are they like no only famous uh, as what's the person's name that I feel like that might give me a Tim the Tapman? Tim the Tapman. Hmm. He was in a Super Bowl commercial. You, I think you would know okay. Ninja, but he's not. He's not in the top. I know Ninja. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's the one that's had uh, basically been canceled recently, right? No, he said I have seen him him saying some derogatory stuff on Twitter. No, no, that's uh, John Gruden. <laughs> it's his uncle. That's, yeah, that's Ninja's uncle. Um, all right, Tim the Tap Man. I'm gonna say sixty three point two million over two years. I lost you. All right, sorry. I just hit mute. That's a little high. Um, 
Okay. But I'm going to go through the top 10 here. Uh, the first is Critical Role, and it is a Dungeons & Dragons paid. Uh, is this number 10? I thought that was number number one. Was is that 10? It's number one. Oh, I thought you just said number number one was 10, the Tap Man. No, you asked me if I would if you would know any of them, and that's the only one of the top 10 I think you would know. Oh, no, I don't know him. Yeah. Well, hold on. Number one is what? Critical Role. And it's dungeon and Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Fifty million. No, you're, I mean you really. It's nine point six million dollars. Wow. XQC, who's a variety streamer from Canada, um, known for playing Overwatch, eight point four million. That's not bad. Nope. Summit One G uh, plays Grand Theft Auto. Play. Uh, he's a variety guy. Five point eight million. I feel like I've heard of that. Currently subscribed to Summit. Uh, Tifu, who I've actually played in a game against. Did you win? Number, no, hell no. Uh, this was before he ever, I mean, he was just a baby on Twitch. Like 2015, I think. Uh, 5.2, Nick Merckx, Call of Duty streamer, 5 Nick, million. Uh, Ludwig, 3.2 million. Tim Blaine? the Tapman, who recently... Switched from Twitch to YouTube and Ooh. some and probably a life changing contract, three point two million. Uh, Alatar, uh, RN Play, and rounding out the top ten at right at three million. Lyric. I feel like I've heard of Lyric. So, so I have two questions. Okay. Number one, is there any that are in the top like a hundred or even top fifty that are not video game streamers? Uh, so yeah, so. You've got Hassan uh, Abi. Is that him? Like he's on Vice and stuff. He's a political guy. He's in the in the category. It's called just chatting. He has okay. played games, but he's there. Um, let me look. You've got yeah no. Does anyone do Madden? Is Madden that big? Like, I know that they do like the Madden tournaments. Not that I know of. I don't know that any of these are specifically Madden streamers. No. Oh, okay. Uh, number 100, $886,999. Oh, that's chump change. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know why they spend their time, but <laughs> that, I, I, that, that interests me. I don't, it may not interest you guys, but it, like, this is, they literally get to sit in front of a, doing exactly what we're doing, playing video games and our millionaires. Yeah. So I comparing Twitch to like YouTube. I'm sure YouTube, I, I, at least me, I feel like the top YouTubers and YouTube is so much different than Twitch. Cause it's not right. You know, it's not video. Games. It's recorded. It, it, so it's they do have YouTube videos. gaming, yeah. which is trying to compete with Twitch, but it's, right. there's like three popular streamers there. Yeah. But Tim like Tatman you, now, yeah. but I was going to say YouTube, like the top YouTube earners, like Ryan toys or whatever his name is. Like 20 uh, a year. Marshmallow. Um, some of the like DJs that are PewDiePie. on YouTube, 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 is that what it's Mr. Beast? Yeah. You heard of him? Yeah. Mr. Beast. Uh, and I have a little brother. Um, he's tell, he's the one that he's nine. He keeps me up to date on my pop culture. He told me, he was telling me about Mr. Beast the other day. Yeah. And the dude, who's the guy who builds like, he builds like Iron Man costumes and stuff. I don't know. 
I, well, I forget what his name is, but I, I looked, I looked him up. He's pretty awesome. What's your go-to YouTube? Like if I, if we were to go right now to your YouTube search, nothing. History, what would be? I mean, it would be uh college football highlights. Are you serious? Yeah. So there's like, you're, you're, you're not. So in an effort to reduce our screen time, um, Abby, me and another couple put limits on our social media. Yeah. We're looking at our screen time and, my number one is YouTube. Like I probably watch, I was watching YouTube three hours a day on oh, my phone. No. So, uh, yeah, cause I watch gaming videos. If you, if you were to look in mine and I know that I know you guys are so enthralled by this, but humor me, <laughs> it's video games and theme parks. Yeah. We've talked about the theme parks before, Yeah, but see, I'm, I don't know. I, I guess I could get into stuff like that. I'm just not. Um, probably the I watch. Like, yeah, the most thing I, I is like I watch like the 10 minute, you know, where you can watch the whole game in like 10 minutes, which is uh, hold on, let me give him a shout out. I just subscribe to him. Be sure to hit give, that bell notification. I got to YouTube his smash uh, that like button. Yeah, I don't know. His, even know his name. See, I don't even have my, uh, I'm not even signed into YouTube. Anyway, this is riveting. <laughs> I don't know. Just college football highlights. He's the, he's the, the main dude. He's awesome. All that to say, leading up a very long drawn out. Yeah. Intro to coming very soon to this very channel. And also, I'll be—I'm so happy they didn't leak our revenue. Like people, would, <laughs> family would be calling. It'd be so very yeah, burdensome. Don't tell Angie. But, but to how do you we guys try to think of ways to like connect to our fans, our community? We, of course, we have social media. You guys know we do giveaways. We have shirts and stickers and just all that kind of stuff. We are about to launch a Patreon. Yeah, it's a Patreon. You say, basically like a tip jar, but with that comes certain. Our we're going to move some of our giveaways there. You're going to have an opportunity to have merch there. Are we looking to get rich? Uh, long story short, yes. But we know who we are. We know that there's a select few. It's not for money, but it's just a way for us to connect to the people that are. Like super into beers and beards podcast. Maybe you can come on the show. Maybe yeah. Maybe we'll hook it up to where we can maybe do we'll some live chats. Shout out! This, how you noticed there haven't been as many shout outs recently? It's because I'm saving them. <laughs> yeah. They're... If you're just giving everybody shout outs, is <laughs> not as meaningful, right? It's not worth it, right? So yeah. Now you got to pay each shout out is <laughs> no 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 bucks. No, it's it's to connect, David. No, if you if you are on our Patreon. You will definitely get a shout out. I guarantee that. So if you have if you have said to yourself, "Man, I really wish I could get a shout out on the podcast," then here's a way to guarantee that you will get a shout out. And we'll set up some different, like of that subscriber tier, yeah, to yeah. where you get your money's worth. I don't might, know. Might do a cameo. It it may be that we owe you money for this. I don't, I'm not too sure, <laughs> yeah. but. 
look for that. We're, we've been working on that. Uh, we've kind of teased in the last couple of weeks, but I'm also too stupid to kind of really figure it out and set it up. So I've got to turn it over to our technical director. Yeah. So, yeah. But now that we've uh, endured our usual first 20 minutes of bullshit, let's get into some news, David. Yeah. Is there anything I, going on this week? This first story that you have linked here made so me speaking laugh. Of, speaking of people that make a ton of money streaming. This is who, <laughs> I mean, first of all, I'm, I don't think you'll find a bigger fan of me than me. Yeah. Uh, and I feel the same thing applies with Elon Musk. He's his biggest fan. Like he right. has balls of steel to go after whatever it is. Like the, the, the story I heard is when he, he and his brother sold PayPal. Yeah. Like he had this huge chunk of money. He didn't like he could either put it all into Tesla or all into SpaceX or whatever. He ends up splitting it between the two of them. Didn't even have enough money for rent the next month. We're talking like a hundred like, million dollar deal. He's like, didn't uh, have enough money for rent. 50 million here, 50 million there. Oh shit. I'm, that's all my millions is half and half. Well, I hate, you know I'm what? I think millions. his next big, big money maker is going to be the story that we are. And they're saying this is a gimmick. I think he's looking to take over the beer world, Gary. Now he's known for gimmicks. Right. He's known for the yeah. not a flamethrower. He's known because like if you listen to him and Joe Rogan, he talks about when he's trying to raise capital, he'll come up yeah. with something silly. They sold hats and t-shirts and you know, they put a t-shirt up for 25 bucks and only 20,000 of them. They go in a day and the same with the flamethrower. Yeah. You didn't get an Elon. You didn't get a, not a flamethrower. Did you? No, but so you know is, what I want to get? Tell me, Giga Beer. Giga Beer. That's a yes. nerdy name too. It is. Looks like, and I didn't. I I don't know how I missed this, but they got the Cyber Truck coming out, which is the the Tesla truck, which looks like. I mean, you know how they always say, like, you know, eventually it's going to be the future, and it's and stuff's going to start looking futuristic. That's what we are with with this cyber truck you no i'm gonna disagree that cyber truck looks like what we all drew in the first grade <laughs> that's what i thought a truck looked like in 1986 <laughs> but the beer the bottle looks like the truck it's like the cyber truck inspired um but yeah i think it's gonna be awesome um and i'm gonna tr- i'm gonna try it on the show if i can get some yeah, so the bottle is clearly inspired by the Cybertruck with the sharp angles and futuristic designs. Um, he says they're going to build a train station that's right on the property. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. I still say his coolest idea is uh, Hyperloop. I don't know which is like the it's like the magnetic train that can get you from like LA to San Francisco in like 15 minutes. Is that how long does it take for you from LA to San Francisco? Normally? I think it's like a seven hour drive. Are you serious? Yeah. Fucking California. I know. It's it's really big. I've heard that. That's what she said. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like in this article it says they it's a toss up if this is more newsworthy or meme worthy, right? Yeah. So, well, memes are basically news. So, 
I mean, there's a little truth to all of them, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, we can't go a week without uh, talking about something hard. <laughs> okay. Does that sound awkward? <laughs> Get I your mean, head out of the gutters, people. Can. We talk I mean, about hard yeah. seltzers. We talk. We talk about hard beers. Hard Mountain Dew. We, we talk about hard Mountain Dew today. We're yeah. gonna talk about. Uh, Sierra Nevada, they've got a new hard tea. Yeah. T, uh, it's called T West. T West. What, what does that even mean? <laughs> and now I can't even log into the, I can't, I can't even see the article. But, uh, uh, so, so they're rolling out new hard tea. Uh, yeah, it says I'm not authorized. Yeah, lifestyle tea. hard tea brand. Yeah. Use your imagination on what this could be because it's going to be like every. Right? Yep. Every oh, other hard. Yeah. I don't know why I keep muting myself. I apologize. Yeah, quit, quit muting yourself. I'm nervous. Yeah. Right? Like, I've got so much passion about this fucking podcast. About the tea. About this hard tea, which, by the way, I think I told you last week, I drank a little bit of seltzer, and I would rather yeah, be like Kevin Costner and drink my own piss in Waterworld. Like, just feel <laughs> that. Like, I I'm sorry. I'm, wow. I know I'm emotional about bourbon reviews and some of this bullshit that the beer and beer companies try to pull on us, but I'm doing this for you guys. This is all my emotion is on your behalf. Well, I think we need to uh, transition from drinking pee to drinking, uh, drinking beer. Same thing, but go ahead. (laughs) Well, our beer each week, Gary brought to you by rivalry brews. Yep. 10% off rivalry.com. Yeah, it could be part of a Patreon. Hey, y'all yeah. make a jingle for the for the podcast for the rivalry brew section. Hit us up. Yeah. So uh, this week the beer ten uh, percent off with code MMA McKinney at rivalrybrews.com. Uh, Adam and crew, I just saw they've been sending a ton. I mean, the beer they've been sending out everywhere. They got stuff going to Florida. They got stuff going to I think Texas, East Coast. People love rivalry brews so this week is actually a beer from rivalry brews and it's a brewery that i another that and again my thing about rivalry brews is it's a bunch of i've been to 180 some breweries in ohio but there's still some that i haven't been to believe it or not and i like that they have beer from breweries that i've heard of that i've maybe wanted to go to and now i get a chance to try their beer so today the you the beer comes from royal docks brewing which I think is in Canton, uh, the city of Hall of Fame city, Hall of Fame capital of the world, which is where the Pro Football Hall of Fame is. But this is Dare IPA, Gary. It's India Pale Ale. Like, that's what IPA stands for. Dru- but it's point six percent. Is that like drug abuse resistance education? Dare. Yes. I don't know what the Dare comes from, but Truth the thing that. Yeah, the thing that I love, and I've never seen this. I don't know if you can tell from the can. Can you see the can? I can. So the can has an airplane on it. That's like a a bee, a a propeller plane. Okay, it's an airplane. I I see it. Okay, it's flying past you, but it's actually the the design on it is is like three D. I've never seen that on a beer can before. Like it looks like it's popping out at you. 
it looked no it actually is popping out it you can touch it and it's it's 3d we have That's an awesome. aluminum shortage y'all out here getting fancy <laughs> yeah so this one has it has some other stuff on it too that i that you rarely see it has the IBU. ibu is pretty common but it has the original gravity and the final gravity in degrees play-doh familiar with that yeah i played with play-doh <laughs> That beer looks like it would have some Play-Doh in it. has the serving temperature, 42 degrees. That's what you should serve it at? Yeah, I think I got it at about 41 and a half right now, so I'm letting it warm up a little bit. Uh, (laughs) And then it has uh, a little saying on it. I don't know what it is, but it doesn't really have anything to do with dare, but it says far better it is to dare mighty things to win glorious triumphs, even though checkered by failures, than it is to rank with those poor spirits who neither enjoy much nor suffer much because they live in that gray twilight that knows neither victory nor defeat. TR. I don't know who TR is. Oh, man, it's Teddy Roosevelt. It's our man, Teddy. He's going to be on the hopefully podcast he's getting, next week. Yeah, hopefully he's getting uh, his 5% for, them, for using that quote. All right, what's this beer look like? All right, looks like an IPA. So it's I can smell the hops from here. This nice, is such nice pea color for you. No, I, I are you bringing up pea? Just gonna say it tastes like pea. <laughs> so on this, it smells more like a like juicy than hoppy. Um, not overly hoppy. Say that. I mean, it doesn't smell like. I mean, I'm of course grading on a curve because because you can't smell. I, well, I can smell now. But I, I love like those hoppy, really hoppy beers. This one doesn't give me as much of that like strong hop on the nose. Did you like the the overly hopalicious beer like the first time you ever tried it, or was it something you acquired? No, I hated it. Um but yeah, that's a very like more more of the tropical than like the than like that hoppy. I mean a lot I swear of to God, if you say it tastes like a flavor. starburst, starburst, uh, a pink starburst. No, it doesn't. It doesn't taste like that. But not as hoppy as like a little, a little sweeter um, than a typical IPA. But I like it. And six point six percent, which means Gary, it'll get you drunk, especially if you have three or four of these. Um, but yeah, I we've talked about this before. I used to hate bitter beers and IPAs and pale ales. And the first one that I liked was Dale's Pale Ale. And we had it. I actually had it in a cocktail yeah. like a year and a half ago. It's, it's Dale from King of the Hill, right? Yeah, Dale Gribble. Which, completely random topic. Okay, I love we it. Didn't, I, throw it, throw it <laughs> I don't know why. Because I saw that they were re, they're bringing back King of the Hill, right? Are they? So made me, yeah. I saw they're bringing back that 70 show. It's gonna be that ninety show. show. <laughs> that ninety it, it, show. I'm serious. It's gonna be that ninety. Really? Show. Yeah. With the, I would be awesome with this if it was the same cast. But this is what they did in the nineties. <laughs> they all still. He's still smoking weed in his mom's still in dad's basement. <laughs> Man, you gotta admit, Red Foreman is like one of the best characters in television history. He's awesome. Dumbass. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I would really relate to that ninety. I mean, I was. I was young in the nineties, but I remember all this stuff in the nineties, but anyway, that they're bringing back King the Hill, I think at some point, but I saw today they're rebooting Gary Mm -hmm. home alone. 
saw that with the British cast. Yeah, on the British cast, and then also Rob, which Rob Delaney is in a bunch of movies with British people. Do you think he's a sympathizer? Could be. But also, have you seen the Rob Delaney uh, tweets that he's been doing about his wife with the karate instructor? <laughs> no. <laughs> he has this like running joke that his wife is like his a karate instructor's like special student, quote unquote. He like takes her to karate tournaments. He's like, they went to a karate tournament that wasn't even advertised anywhere. And she's that good of a student that he's she's the only one that he took. <laughs> uh, I think it's a joke. I'm pretty I don't sure know. It probably is. Did you watch the new Dave Chappelle special? I have not. Are you a I, Dave Chappelle fan? I am a Dave Chappelle fan. And I'm also a fan of it. So I, I completely agree in, you know, with, with the John, like John Gruden thing is not, is different than man. They was out to get him. That wasn't even about John Gruden. We're talking about <laughs> shit. He didn't even work for the NFL. This was a fucking witch hunt. Urban Meyer up here grinding, premature ejaculating in Columbus. Well, Urban and Meyer too. We but my thing is, I think that comedy should be a safe space. I think in the span, in the in the in the sphere of, I'm telling a joke, right? Or I'm a comedian. You should be able to say whatever you want. If you if you're funny, if it's not funny, then you should be canceled. That should be your punishment. But if you can say something about anything, anybody, anyone, and it's funny and you can make people laugh, then you should get a pass, right? I think that saying that we are eliminating comedy from our society is is wrong. And I'm the most as you probably have been able to tell, from this podcast, I'm the most, uh, uh, I, I don't want to say, say not, it. you almost said it. I'm the most, I'm, I'm a pretty liberal, liberal fella. Yeah. Um, at least when it comes to, and like, you should be, you're young. Like, yeah. You will, you will grow <laughs> wiser and smarter. <laughs> I'm no, but I'm a, I, I'm a person I think, but I, I think that it's, there are times when, when we're a little too, little too soft on on stuff and and people are and and the thing about dave Chappelle is he's i think a lot of times you can only cancel people that are that open themselves up to be canceled he Uh, he he literally says in the special i've seen the the you know the outtakes of it or not or the the previews for it says they're going to get pissed on twitter but i don't care because twitter's not a real place (laughs) exactly and i don't know if you noticed this gary but most canceling I would say 73% of canceling takes place on Twitter. Yeah. Facebook is just a free for all. Instagram is just looking at, at girls' boobs and pictures of beer. Wait, there's boobs on Instagram? Yeah. I don't think uh, so. I've, so, or so I've heard. Um, oh, I see is bourbon, beer. <laughs> bourbon, beer. Yeah, mine is no 99.9% beer. And then every boobs. once in a while, it's like. <laughs> you get a boob <laughs> on there? Hey, how'd that get there? Send me them boob accounts, David. I'm interested in this this booby, Graham. That would be awesome. What was the name of the movie with uh, Vince Vaughn where they tried to pitch Instagram? (laughs) The intern? Yeah. (laughs) Or the intern? No, no. It's kind of like that, but it's just pictures. (laughs) Yeah. it's the That's the first. That movie is the first time I ever heard about Pappy. 
because they are at the beginning of the show they're like sales salesmen right yes and they they land a big sale and so they're like oh let's celebrate with some pappy 23 and i'm like what the hell is pappy 23 and they i think that was part that's what made that that bourbon famous (laughs) yes yeah uh I am a Vince Vaughn fan, though, if you, in case you anybody's wondering. I am, too. He's a funny guy, so he can say whatever he wants mm-hmm. in the sphere of it being funny. The, the, you know the comedian Mike Birbiglia? I do. So he Sleepwalk with me. Yes. He, said, he has a special thank God for jokes. And he said, jokes are ruined by people who aren't funny trying to tell jokes. A joke should never end with, I'm joking. <laughs> that's true my yeah, daughter is the yeah. queen of that say something joking. just straight dumbass be like I'm joking I'm like well <laughs> or uh, like it's like in a when you're a writer and uh, I had a, like a 6th grade English teacher that told me like you can never have the ending of the story be and it was all a dream that's the ch- that's the cheap way out for for writing it was all a dream mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Anyway, speaking of funny business, I digress. You do digress. Yeah. But speaking of funny business, mm-hmm. our good friends over at Diageo. Yeah. They're going to use wind and solar to make bullet bourbon at their first carbon neutral facility in North America. Yeah. It. I don't know. The 72,000 square foot. Lebanon, Kentucky facility will be used for a portion of its bullet bourbon operations. Uh, they can make 10 million uh, proofed gallons per year. I don't know Renewables will use throughout. Uh, that's before it gets the, before it, oh. that's in the barrel before it, the gotcha. devil share and the angel share yeah. and all that shit. Um, but renewables will be used throughout the cooking and distillation and dry house processes. Now, good for them i feel because <laughs> here's what i think i had this conversation today and you you're a man of the world you know a little bit about economics and worldly things such as tariffs and all that but there's a big outcry in the bourbon industry about how they're taxed mm-hmm. they're taxed before the bourbon goes in they're taxed when the bourbon comes out they're taxed when they sell it they're taxed when they ship it like And some of these countries, like you're looking at a possibility with inflation and with everything else, the price of bourbon shocker may go up a lot by a lot. And I argued that as long as it doesn't affect the low to mid shelf bourbons, you won't hear much. If if you're looking for bourbons from 10 to 50 bucks, if they don't, if they don't, triple in price you're not going to hear much about it because we already know the over the just the the dastardly prices of some of some top ship mid to top shelf bourbons the thing with that though is it's not most of those mid to top shelf bourbons the the retail price is not high like if you can buy it at retail it's like like pappy pappy 23 year is like what two three ninety nine which is for for that bourbon, if you find the three ninety nine, buy five bottles and you'll put your kid through college. <laughs> the ten year is like eighty bucks, right? Yeah. For a ten year old bourbon, 
Mm-hmm. That's secondary market right now. Yeah. It's going for like eighteen hundred. Yeah, yeah. Um, eighteen times the retail fucking price. But like even like a, a Weller like Green Label is twenty five bucks is a retail right. price. But you can probably buy Good it. And it's not as not as hard, not as easy to find, but not as hard. It's it's you it's going to be double retail. that in a short yeah. in a in a, in a for a that's a right if it's 50 bucks i mean i would say it's worth it yeah but anyway that so it's not it's not necessarily the distillers driving up prices it's a lot of times the secondary yeah market driving up prices you know when we when we spoke with julian van winkle by <laughs> yeah. proxy he said that i think the markup from distillery to retail is only 10 percent, and then it can go from like 10 to 100 percent retail and then to the fucking moon in the secondary market. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. And so in Ohio, they, cause it's all set by the state. They make like 19%. Yeah. The retailer makes like 19%. But I'm a firm believer. If like Jim beam stays at its price. Yeah. You'll be fine. And speaking of Jim beam this week, I am going with a James beam original. Mm-hmm. I'm going with uh, the name just hit me. I was at Costco. I'm looking. They didn't have any Kirkland. I've been trying to get Kirkland. They don't have any. Yeah. I mean, where else are you going to get? That's the only fucking place you can get it, but it's not there. <laughs> but I see this unfiltered old tub. Yeah. I'm sure that's a reference to how they made the bourbon back in the day in the tub. An old tub. Yeah. So, and I was talking to a, a fellow bourbon lover today and he said, watch out. It'll surprise you how good it is. This bottle okay. retails for $24 distilled in Claremont, Kentucky. It is 100 proof. This is sour mash. So you know what that means? A little bit of the leftovers going to the new batch. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. It's, it doesn't have an, it's at least four years old. Yeah, I think well, that it's yeah. I think it's it's pretty much a, agreed that it's not any any older than four years. Yeah, from what so, I was looking at, uh, it says before Jim Beam Jim Beam Bourbon, the Beam family made O Tub, an unfiltered mm-hmm. bourbon. O Tub was the foundation of what would become the world's number one bourbon. This limited edition bottle is a tribute to the groundbreaking whiskey. Yeah, limited so, edition. One of the things, and the reason it says limited edition, Gary, because uh, I was curious as to why it said that. Originally, they only offered Old Tub at their distillery in like 375 milliliter bottles in Claremont, Kentucky. That's the only place you could get it. And starting in 2020, it came out in June as a limited edition. And I think it sold pretty well. So they said, hey, let's just keep. And also, people aren't really coming to the distillery right now, so let's put it in 750 milliliter bottles. And lo and behold, you don't have to go to the distillery to get the old tub anymore. And this portion of the show is brought to you by our good friend Jeff Bezos and Audible.com. Audible, you say? Jeff Bezos, mm-hmm. you say? Absolutely. Get yourself a free audiobook. David, what are you what are you listening to right now? I actually am listening to Bourbon Empire. By Reed Mittenbuehler. That's my cousin. It talks about bourbon 
in the history of it. It's 10 hours long. I'm 4% of the way through. <laughs> I just started listening to it today. Um, Go to audibletrial.com yeah. forward slash beers and beards. Pick up whatever it is you fancy, whatever tickles your ear, and uh, have it on us. Free. The nose. Free. Zero dollars. What's better than free? Negative. We pay you. <laughs> That's not better for me. It's better <laughs> for them. Yeah. It's got a, uh, wow. The nose is pretty fresh. It smells like a newer bourbon. It smells like a four-year-old bourbon, but you definitely get some of that char in there, which I think any Jim Beam you're going to get, that's a, like a trademark is that. Yeah, true thing. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed Jim Beam Black, and you did not. No, sir. I'm going to say this is a this is a strong nose. Oh, is that leather? No. All right, let's see what this tastes like, David. This is Old Tub 100 Proof. All right. Oh, wow. Okay, so it tastes good. <laughs> it's a little strong. <laughs> hmm. Um, I would liken that to a... I'm, I'm going to say it's not as strong as the new riff we had. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a, a more peppery, spicy bourbon. Yeah. Like you definitely get that right. I mean, right from the time it hits your palate, like you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. I'm, that's bourbon. That's a, uh... but it and does have this cinnamon, 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 pizzery, a cinnamon Lee Swedish finish like the more it lingers and it's lingering like it's yeah. not it's not one of those one-offs like it, it hangs around down. it's hanging in there it stays around for breakfast the next morning let's see let's try another one <laughs> so I did you i don't know if it said the mash bill on the uh on the bottle but oh, apparently the mash you. bill is 75 percent corn 13 percent rye which is probably some of that spice and 12 percent malted barley that if you're into that, into the uh, if you like the hot bourbons, that's the the guy that described to me. He likes hot bourbons. Yeah, even though it's not hot, it's, you get that. It's that spice. It's that little kick uh, with a very powerful Kentucky hug. Like yeah, I can feel it in my belly button, <laughs> and I'm sure that's an image that everybody listening wants of of my belly button. Yeah. Um. Some people want that in a bourbon too. I mean, they want that. Yeah, that they like. Yeah, they, they want to know they're drinking bourbon. That warming sensation. It's a man's drink. This would be great, like around a fire pit. Yeah. Um, to warm your cockles up. And Gary, mm-hmm. this is a bottled and bond bourbon. It is bottled right? and bond. Yep. Yeah. Which bottled and bond means it met all the requirements to be. So it's one distillation season, one distiller at a single distillery, aged in a federally bonded warehouse under U.S. government for at least four years and must be bottled at exactly 100 proof. Yep. It's not my kind of bourbon, but I can respect it, if that makes sense. Yeah. It sounds a lot like the um, 
similar to like the old granddad. Yes, it is very similar to old granddad. Like this is like something Harry Truman would like. Yeah, this is, I mean, like I said, you're going to know, you're going to know what you got. Like you ain't going to slip this in the mixture and be like, oh, is there bourbon in this? Well, hell yeah, there's (laughs) bourbon in this. Gosh, damn. Better put another splash of Coke on here. So yeah, that is uh, Old Tub. I'm going. God, it's not my bourbon. I'm I'm trying to be like uh, Dave Portnoy here. Like if it, it. there has to be a baseline for a good spicy bourbon, even though I don't like it, right? So I'm going to say the baseline for good, higher proof, hot bourbon is a 2.5. In my okay. Side. Right dead in the middle. I'm going to give this a, give this a 2.5. This, if, this, if that's your thing, this is you're going to like this. Okay. And I will share it if you want. If, if you're coming. And yeah. That, that didn't sound right. <laughs> there's a lot of good uh good things we can cut up this week i never cut anything out oh you're talking cut up like like uh just little clips um before if i need to call the... like a uh if i need to call like a um like a one 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 nine hundred number as you uh-huh i could have a lot of clips <laughs> your little soundboard yeah hey i'm coming <laughs> Over there. See, I just kept going. 2.5 bottles. One of the, I guess, like the long-standing traditions, at least here in eastern Kentucky, is every town, mm-hmm. every little burg, every village. We don't have townships like Ohio. Uh, but they all, they've all got their own festival, right? They've all got their yeah. own, and it's always in the fall this time of year. Like if you go to London, Kentucky, packed with people, it's the annual chicken festival. Ooh. I grew up in Moorhead, the hardwood capital of the world. We had the hardwood and the harvest festival. Hardwood. Yeah. Fun Just fact. A- Abby, as a youth, won Little Miss Hardwood. <laughs> Maybe it's Little Miss Harvest. They were at the same time as one of the two. Same thing, though. You better get that. I feel like that's something you should get right about your wife. Because those um, are not the same. <laughs> It's the same. It's, I mean, it's the same. Well, I feel like oh, Little Miss right. Hardwood would be. I don't think they could have that today. <laughs> We're talking in the early 80s. Like, she okay. This like okay. 86 or 87. All right. Long before you were thought of. But okay. where I currently reside, one of the long. Uh, so the for the first time in, I want to say, like 86 years, mm-hmm. they didn't have a Mount Sterling court days. Why do they call it court days, you say? Well, back in the day, there used to be, like, the judge would only hold court two or three times a year. And so everybody from out in the country would come into town uh, for court, whatever it may be, get in a wedding line, whatever it may be. And they would bring their wares to sell or trade guns and chickens and livestock and sell their food and all that. And it just became a big thing, right? Yeah. And that's held firm and this little community for damn near a hundred years. And so this weekend, it's always the third weekend in October court days festival. Hasn't failed since I've, I've lived here for almost 10 years. Uh, my Wi-Fi will be crappy 
a cell phone service? No, none. Just because there's so they many people. They come from far and wide. From everywhere, dude. It's packed. And I can remember coming as a, when I was young, it was so cool because people were trading dogs and you like their like dogs. Handmade, dogs, chickens. I mean, you name it, dude. This is Eastern Kentucky. Like, hey, I got life. a, I got a four, four guinea pigs for that, uh, Rottweiler. Bro. <laughs> what? I got a dog I could probably trade. <laughs> so, but now as it has evolved, it's very, like there's one whole street that's just the food. Yeah. And then you'll like, I remember a few Should years ago. we have a ago, booth? No, we wouldn't. We couldn't afford a booth. Dude, it's the, like. This is the big time. We're, we're talking about like $700 a day for a three-day thing, you know. Like, get, get out of here. And here's what, it just disrupts my whole routine. Like, Are you going to pass out some stickers at least? I'm not even going. Oh. Like it just, I may go get a funnel cake, uh, just to be honest, or a steak sandwich. <laughs> just like, go there that's, and get that and leave. I don't do know. Do they man. have a? Do they have delivery? So of the funnel Abby cakes. and I said, if we could just, it wouldn't even be Uber Eats. It would be like court day delivery service. You know, like go yeah, downtown, get copy a funnel cake, get you a, a ribeye steak sandwich from the whatever it may be, a twisted fry, turkey leg. All the fair food is there and deliver it for about $20 of delivery. I think you could capitalize. You could make some money. But yeah. we'll get the Beers and Beards Hummer out and go and deliver that to people. If we had a generous benefactor, yeah. theoretically, would you wrap your vehicle with the Beers and Beards logo? Yeah. Same. I would too. We yeah, we just need to get a high enough quality logo. Well, because our logo is only four hundred pixels. We are currently uh, shopping around for new graphic designers. I know our current one is. He's too busy. He he thinks he's going to be a, a world champion soccer coach or something. Who knows? So yeah, court day weekend is this weekend. I'm not super thrilled about it. You know what else is this weekend, Gary? Kentucky and Georgia for the battle for the number one spot That's in the right. country. Battle for the old broken frog or what is it? Who knows? They have to have it. The Commonwealth if it doesn't belt. have yeah. If it doesn't have a, a uh Scooby a Snacks. Nickname, yeah. Like the uh Michigan and Minnesota is the old oaken bucket. Yeah. And, and so uh, when Kentucky plays Louisville every year, it's for the Governor's Cup. Yeah. I feel like that's very generic. Like, that's probably. But if it, yeah. What's Auburn, Alabama? Is that the Egg Bowl? Or it's Auburn? Uh, no, Egg Bowl is Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Auburn, Alabama is, uh, oh, what do they call it? I don't know. Is it the, I don't know. But I, I, I hate to poke the bear. <clears throat> But both Ohio State and Alabama have one loss this year. Yeah. Iron knowing Bowl. that and knowing that if it came down to the fourth and final spot, guaranteed they're going to pick Alabama into the playoffs over Ohio State. Does that upset you? <clears throat> um, 
No, well, because do you disagree with me? And I'm not saying that to meme on you. I'm saying that because I feel like that would be the fact. Like the SEC is more likely to get two teams in than so. I think this specific year, so Alabama. Well, I guess they both would have to win their their conference champion. Yeah, if they both have to, if they both had one loss, they would both have to be conference champions at this point. So they would both guaranteed, pretty much guaranteed to be in. Yeah, I think this season that means Alabama beat Georgia or Kentucky in the SEC championship at Ohio State. I mean, Ohio what State. What if Texas A&M goes on a run and <laughs> wins the SEC two, West? Two losses. Hey, I'm surprised Texas A&M wasn't in the top five after after that monumental win. Uh, they probably they could have shut the season down and be like, "All right, we beat Alabama, suck it." And guess what? They will. They'll end up. They're four and two right now. They'll be they're, six and six or seven and five. Yeah, because that's all they wanted was they'll be in the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. No, they Cotton Bowl. They'll be in the like the Little Here's Caesars bowl. bowl. Yeah. Um. How about them Cincinnati Bearcats though? Listen, they I feel like I feel like though if they played Kentucky today, they'd be a five point underdog. I so I have watched And I wonder why they don't play each other. It's so close. I know. That would be that would be a great rival. And uh Cincinnati's quarterback is from Lexington this year. So that'd be even cooler. But let me just say this and then we'll 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 do some music. But I have being a fan of Ohio State have seen some, you know, higher end teams live and in person. I've now seen Cincinnati's last two games. They're as good as any power five elite level team. Like they would be, they would, they would be up echelon in any conference, no matter what conference they're in. They just happen to play in a lesser conference this year. I mean, they, they're a team that they're built, the way they're built, they they have great depth. They have size. They have a great coach, of course, because he's a Buckeye, Luke Fickle. Um, but that's a team that could compete with anybody in any season. Just say that because I've seen their last two games live. So they yeah. passed the eye test. That would be. I would root for Cincinnati. Over Ohio State, and that, and contrary to popular belief, it's not because it's David's team. It's because Cincinnati's basically Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't get it. Every every state, like Toledo, is basically Michigan. Correct. Cincinnati's basically Kentucky. Youngstown is basically Pittsburgh. I mean, Ohio. So Ohio really the only the, the core of Ohio is Columbus and maybe in Cleveland. What about Miami? Miami, Ohio? Mm. Like where the, the yeah. <laughs> Oxford? Yeah. I guess. I feel like that's more central than Columbus, isn't it? No. Columbus is is like dead center. That's the only reason Columbus is the capital. I'm He's, not familiar with yeah. the GPS of <laughs> Oxford is like right just north of northwest of Cincinnati. Kind of in the middle of nowhere. Hmm. But anyway. But anyway, we would encourage you, you lovely bastards. Yeah. And fine females. To 
get Amazon Music. Get AmazonMusic.com forward slash Beers and Beards. Get a free month of Amazon Music Premium. 30 days. On the arm. On us. Don't do it in February because that's only you only get 28, only get 28 days. days. We enjoy this playlist. I enjoy this playlist. Mm-hmm. I've been really thinking about it. Um, because I, I have a gym playlist and I've started switching just to our playlist just because, you know, you're mid bench and, yeah. uh, Clay Aiken comes on. You're like, I gotta <laughs> fucking get this off my chest because I gotta go run to my phone and change the song. <laughs> yeah. But in all seriousness, we, I, I have come to enjoy it. I don't know if you, if you go, I listen to it every, almost every day. Yeah. I listen to it on the regular. So, um, and I like, I like, I almost know within seconds who song it is, obviously, because <laughs> I was here, because you selected, picked, yeah. but I know, like, I just know, you know, when some, I know if you didn't know, if you never listened to the podcast and you just yeah. went to the playlist on any of the, on the streaming services, beers and beards podcast playlist, you will know who picked what. I you think so. I feel like it does speak to our personalities. Okay. So I want you to explain. I'd never heard of this band. I've never heard of this song. Give me the backstory on your selection this week, David Anthony. Um, probably one of the most common. I listen to a lot of like alternative rock, whether it be, you know, nineties alternative rock or two thousands. And a band I've just always liked is Arctic Monkeys. They're kind never of never heard that, of them like, in my life. If you've ever heard of like the Strokes, mm-hmm. um, the Kooks, they yeah. are from Watch Where You're Going, Aust- Australia. John Gruden. That's right. <laughs> They're from Australia. Um, but this song is just a song I've always, I've always wanted it to to uh, pertain to me. It's kind of about getting older, and now it finally does because this weekend, Gary, is my birthday. So this song is called Fluorescent Adolescent by the Arctic Monkeys. If it plays. I was fine with it till right about now. All of the instruments, you can tell when they're you know, when they're playing. It's not like it doesn't all. It's not all. Like you can clearly hear the drums, clearly hear the bass, clearly hear the guitar. I do not have an ear for music. Like I can't. About like I can't pick out bourbon notes. I can't pick yeah. out musical notes either. <laughs> so I just yeah my that's t- my taste yeah. in music is very flawed I feel like so if you like like the Strokes or um the Hives the Vines uh 
any band any, any of band the, that starts with the, the yeah. yes um the clash yes the Ramones. even going back that far but yeah they are similar to that like it's like the the modern version of that like not really punk but like almost that like british rock right that like the beatles kind of did it has some blues undertones um are you a beatles fan in general yeah i'm not like a an obsessed beatles fan but i do right. enjoy their music all right so i didn't pick the song for me this week my beautiful bouncing four-year-old boy yeah who just turned just has birthday See, I don't, i've never heard this song so i have no, i don't this i didn't I, know the, i didn't know this song existed but let me tell you since i found the existence of it i've heard it nine thousand times is it a kid song gary is it that's what i was gonna say is this a kid song no it's not but for a four-year-old who doesn't know what it means and i only will let the first verse play because it <laughs> gets very adult in the second verse but so harlan his whole life has been into baby shark now, some days I'm my parenting could be questioned. Be tired. If he's chill watching YouTube, like fine. And you know how it <laughs> automatically plays. Like we're in on Baby Shark. Yeah. We go from Baby Shark to this little thing called Shark Puppet. But we Shark Puppet to, is the band, right? No. Or Shark whoever. Puppet is an Instagram account. Um they do okay. It's literally a shark puppet. For Harlan's birthday, he got a shark puppet. Okay. He slept with it on his hand last night. <laughs> so he give you a little story about shark puppet. He likes cheese. That he that's his what he likes to eat. The shark. The shark. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there was a big face reveal. Nobody seen who actually is a shark puppet, but in one of the videos they do a face reveal, and guess who says they're a shark puppet? Oh, I don't know. Logan Paul. <laughs> it's not Logan Paul. Uh, some of these videos I find very funny. Some of them are like, what is wrong with people? But yeah, uh, this morning in line to drop Harlan off at school, he kept saying, getting bread. And so this is Shark <laughs> Puppet. Actually, kind of a catchy tune, but you'll all right. You'll see what I'm picking up on. It's this gonna be is stuck getting in my bread head. by the Shark Puppets. The Shark Puppet. Just the one. Just it's yeah. just one. Like I, I can sing the hook to this all day long. Like do this to him, man. What do you think? It's not bad. I can see how it, how it's about to get a little uh Oh yeah. More adult. There's a feature by another rapper. It's easy cheese. Yep. 
Shark puppet getting bread. Is that, is that what he says? Yep. Harlan. <laughs> you heard? Yeah, that's what he said. He just says getting bread. But uh-huh. like he in his bed right now next to him is his shark puppet. Of the actual shark puppet from the thing. We just got him a shark puppet. Even the shark puppet is just a generic shark puppet. Oh, well, they got to start branding that. Yeah. So if you go, I think he's got over 2 million on YouTube, maybe like a million <laughs> on Instagram. Like it's crazy. <laughs> Uh, it is crazy, but yeah, that concludes a banger of an episode yeah, of the beers and beards podcast. And as you know, David, mm-hmm. if you listen all the way here, we love you. And I mean yeah. that like, do you think that there are people that listen every week, but never get to the end and they never know that we love them? Maybe we should say that at the beginning one time. Okay. Or we only love the people that get all the way to the end. I honestly, in the last 73 weeks, I guess, yeah, have found myself engaging in more conversations about bourbon and podcasts. Like, do people ask you how to start a podcast or what it's like to do a podcast? I get these questions all the time. Yes. Like, what do I need to start a podcast? I'm like, listen, if you listen to the first five episodes of Beers and Beards, <laughs> you need I have Skype. no equipment. It just sounds like shit. Yeah. So you have to... just stick with it. Yeah. No, but I actually have uh, have been a uh, a consultant on a couple of podcasts, kind of behind the scenes. Brewery travels, not to be confused with brewery adventures, not to be confused with haunted brewery. <laughs> yeah, that's a oh, that's coming <laughs> that's up. On. That's our next yeah. venture. Um, but we've been on some other podcasts that no longer. I don't. I don't know if they exist anymore. I, we've we've had podcasts that no longer exist anymore. We yeah. Listen, if you really like or obsessed with me or David, there's literally probably thousands of hours of our voices on the internet. And for yeah, and that's really it brightens up the world. There's videos of me interviewing as fighters. a baby, as a baby. You're a baby. Was, Cody Garber's yeah. a baby <laughs> with no neck tattoos. I mean, I I didn't have any any neck tattoos. He didn't have any neck tattoos. If you were to get one skinny. tattoo, what would it be? On you just get neck. one. And it would say mom. Yeah, on my neck. No, it would not be on my neck. It would be, I don't know, probably on my calf. Because I got nice calves. I would get you, a block up. Hold on. Again. I feel like I have way nicer calves than you do. I mean, I've, I have run almost a thousand miles just this year. So, and I had nice calves before All right. that. Po- I'm, I'm rubbing add them this right to now. Our, uh, they feel nice. I'm not going to tell you. To our competition, a pose off with calves. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to know as soon as we post a picture, who's who. Well, yeah. Because mine are fucking amazing. You, and yours Because you are, shave your legs. I do shave my legs. Why do I shave my so legs, that- baby? I see. I don't need to shave my to be more aerodynamic. Probably I shave my legs, so my swimming. tattoos look better. Well, I I would have to do it on a place that I'm not very hairy because I don't want to shave anything. You shave your face. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to shave like my legs. So you shave your legs, but not your face. Correct. See, so that's the same thing a woman does. 
shaves her legs, but not her face. I know she a has lot a of women mustache. that shave their mustache. <laughs> and well, those. <laughs> Never mind. I can't. I can't. <laughs> All right. Find us on Instagram, Beers Beards Podcast. Uh huh. Twitter, Beers Beards Pod. And, uh, face, pay, Facebook, if it ever works. Beers you and can Beards listen podcast. to the podcast right on Facebook, right? Yes. If it works. Doesn't have you tried it? No, I mean on if Facebook works. Oh yeah, if it's not down. Yeah. Yeah. You can find David at MMA McKinney, MMA McKinney.com. I'm at uh Gary Thomas MMA. You can find me at Google.com. Google Gary Thomas. <laughs> no, don't Google me. <laughs> when you Google Gary Thomas, there is actually a like religious Gary Thomas. Country singer. Uh, who does like I actually bought a d- devotional for me and my wife by Gary <laughs> Thomas, and it looks. I mean, you would think if you didn't know it would. It's me reading it, or that I wrote it, especially if you look at the content. Well, so all right, play us out until next week. We love you. We hope you have a great week. And always remember, especially on Court Day weekend. The block is hot. <laughs> Later. Later.